This year, I'm thankful for my growing family and that I get to call you Uncle Drew. <laughs> I am thankful for the beautiful new addition to the family as well. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, what else am I going to say after that? Yeah. You better not <laughs> say like, thankful for this pie. <laughs> yeah. This is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, how are you doing? I'm great. A lot has happened since uh, we last talked. We've talked in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've seen each other in person. Um, you got to hold the newborn, which is pretty I cool. Did. Yep. First time holding a baby in ever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 39 years. Yep. <laughs> You did great. You did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, he was a delight to behold and be held. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Very well-tempered baby. Not that, you know, he needs to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally normal for uh, him to express himself in all the different ways and plenty more for you to look forward to, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know. Two weeks is is part of the experience, but now you have like the next um, eight years. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, um, you are listening to new release, a TV and sometimes movie podcast, where each week, Ashley, we watch something and see if we want more. You something forgot like one that. keyword. We talk about it. We watch something <laughs> new. Oh yeah. Well, it's called new release. So. Exactly. That's why you have to really hammer that. I'm gonna, Emphasize the new. I'm going to make it all caps in our outline so you'll never. Oh, never I wasn't even again. looking at it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Obviously, because you didn't say it right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, what episode number are we on? 190. Heck yeah. 10 more to get 200. Dang. I know. It's weird how weeks work where there's only four weeks in a month. I keep thinking like, we're obviously going to hit this like before the end right. of the year, <laughs> but nope. we're not because we've only got five more weeks left. But mm-hmm. um, towards the end of this podcast, we'll talk about our plan for December, uh, which I'm excited about. And I'm curious um, what you want to do there. But in the meantime, triple features. We... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Only we did one triple feature last year. Was I part of that? I don't know if you watched all three of the Black Christmases, but I did. No, I did not. Yeah. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. Um, Okay. So before we talk about this week's feature presentation, we need to look back on other things we've been watching lately. Ashley, you did not commit to watching more of The Curse, correct? That's correct. And I did not watch more of it. (laughs) And you held true to your word. Um, I watched episode two, actually, when I was visiting you in Denver. So maybe a third one is out at this point. Probably. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I still like it. I still love the tone of the show and how unsettling the humor is and how dark, (laughs) like how much of a dark comedy it is. It didn't really Uh have that much more plot. Like, Um, so I'm not sure what the how compelling the story will be um, compared to maybe what we're going to talk about for our main review, where that's clearly has like a formula for, for Mm -hmm. the plot and the curse. You know, we talked a lot last week about 
whether the name is is a bit intentionally like misdirection is are they even cursed or are they just bad people or are they the curse um mm-hmm. i don't have any answers to that other than they continue to be pretty awful people and <laughs> he is spending the majority of the episode um nathan fielder's character is spending most of the episode just kind of trying to steal footage that will incriminate the casino to trade for Uh-oh. the footage that made them look bad on the news cast so it's a little bit of a a very clumsy heist <laughs> of, <laughs> of the the security camera footage he's like pouring gatorade on his friend pouring gatorade on himself to create a diversion so things like that um <laughs> and just super awkward i mean if if you don't like awkward uncomfortable humor which is his whole like shtick yeah then this show's probably not for you but if you do um I think this is a really heightened, dramatic version of what he wanted his show to be, like a narrative version, but it's still not so far super compelling just as a standalone story. So we'll see. You're going to keep watching it? Yeah, I'm going to definitely keep <clears throat> watching it. Um, I can't remember if this was a shorter episode or not. I think it was still like 50 minutes. Um, but for now, I'm 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 hooked on the... Uh, on the tone of the show, if nothing else. Hmm, okay. I will not be watching it, but I'm glad you are. And I can't remember. Had you already finished? You hadn't finished Rexham when we last recorded, right? But you have right. now. Uh, how do you know? Yes, I have. Because <laughs> you told fin- me. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually we finished it yes- yesterday. Okay. You were the last episode. You and Isaac were planning to finish it last week. Mm-hmm. but And what number was that? Do you remember? 14? Oof, I don't remember. It was okay, the, the finale, though. I watched one more um, since we spoke, and it was the one where they play Knotts County, and they, you know, have to save a penalty kick to uh, mm. to win the game. And that still doesn't guarantee promotion because now they have to do like the playoff with the other half of the their division or whatever. Yeah. So let's see. There are there are fifteen episodes. Okay, so I might have two more. So I think you watched... Yeah, you might have watched 13. I'm not sure. Wholesome but... or something? I, I don't know. The, I, f- I forget the name of the, the episode title. Family Business? The... Oh. Maybe that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. Um, um, yeah, so you have two more left. Um, but yeah, we finished it. So I'm excited to hear once you finish it what you think. Yeah, hopefully by next week, I'll go ahead and commit to finishing it because I really do want to know what happens <laughs> with the main you know um drama of the season the mm-hmm. whether they get promoted or not and can come what was crazy obviously that they keep pointing out through the point in the season where i'm at is both them and knots county were having like historic seasons so as good yeah. as Wrexham was knots county was just as good no team has ever maybe a team's gone over like 100 points before but they both went over a hundred points and they were both mm-hmm. on pace to have like the most points ever. So it's yeah, just and they keep going crazy. back and forth too. It's pretty intense. Yeah. It feels like a movie, even though it's real life. So yeah. In the final, I mean, what did you think of that final match between Wrexham and Knotts County? Did you think they were like tricking us? Maybe you already knew the outcome. Did you know the outcome before you watched the episode? Um, no, I didn't know the outcome okay. of that game. No. Right. So, I mean, were you expecting them to win or lose? Uh, 
I was hoping they would win, but I was like, it'd be more interesting if they lost and they had to like figure out how to, but yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I don't really know. Like if they were guaranteed not to get promoted, if they didn't win that game, if it, oh, like if it was a do or die game or not, but it was mm-hmm. definitely do or die for first in yeah. their um, league. So um, a lot of tension there came down to a, a penalty kick in the final Knotts County had a penalty kick to tie it. I can't the, believe the goalie stopped it in stoppage time. Crazy. Yeah. And, and the goalie like, so I think that same episode starts with them or maybe it's the one before they go on a, a road, they have a road game against a really inferior opponent. And yep. you could tell the reason I was asking you is like when you're editing a live sporting event, in presenting it in a certain way, you can signal to the audience what's going to happen. So in the (laughs) episode before, they were signaling how cavalier they were being about -hmm. their opponent. They were asking all the fans beforehand what the score was going to be. Everybody was saying three, four, nil. Um, And so you could just kind of tell they were setting you up. I mean, it Mm could have been a trick, but I I was assuming they were setting you up for, for, you know, Rex and Bill Blues. Yeah. (laughs) And they did. And then I think they were pretty neutral with how they presented the final episode, the final um, Knotts County match. So I mm-hmm. didn't really have a a prediction based on the way it was being edited. Uh, yeah, and they usually do like slow mos if they're about to score a goal, or like there's like certain ways when they're like filming it too. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's just like the choices you make to make something. I mean, it was already a super dramatic game. We're not watching right. <laughs> ninety minutes of it in real time. So like all the choices they make and things they they leave out to ramp up the tension and, mm-hmm. and condense it is is fascinating, um, especially if you don't know the outcome. So yeah. it'd be really cool to talk to someone who's watching this show that's like a super fan. I guess they kind of address the show on the show sometimes, but just knowing like if you know the outcome of all the these games and the um the ultimate outcome of their uh, their attempt to get promoted does that zap the lot of the the interest, or is it just make it more interesting because you're so invested? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. But I'm excited to hear how you think the last two episodes go in the final result. Yeah, yeah. So I'll commit to um, having finished by next time we record. Um, actually, it. there'll be a week delay because you won't be on the next episode. Um. We'll Mortal talk about IV. that. Okay. <laughs> um, well, it's the Doctor Booted. Who episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Nope, so, <laughs> that's um, true. We'll be recording that one live in person with um, Jamie, friend of the podcast, and friends of Jamie, friend of the podcast. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, and some past <laughs> guests on the podcast. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, we're gonna watch that tomorrow. Today is Black Friday, by the way. Oh yep. Any Did... shopping you're doing? No. Okay, <laughs> no, <cool. laughs> I rarely like. I rarely black or black Christmas, Black Friday shop. Do you? Are you getting? Anything? No, not really. I did buy another um, microphone, so maybe you'll hear a different sound on the podcast Ooh. in the future. We'll see. I might test it out and see if I prefer it to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wanted that, so I'd have an extra one for the recording tomorrow um, nice. or for the Doctor Who recording. But. I did watch the last thing I'll mention before we we move on is um, the new movie Thanksgiving. If you were oh, you yeah. know in a position to be going out to the movies, would you would you be excited yeah. to see that? Yeah, is that Eli Roth? Is that that one? No, yes, it is. Yes, he directed okay. it. Cool. He's made like 
uh, a smattering of movies over the last few years. I mean, we talked about Cabin Fever not that long ago for the mm-hmm. podcast. That was his breakout. And then Hostel, the Hostel movies. Yep. And then he kind of just made some smaller movies that didn't get that much uh, attention. He's acted in things. So, and he's he's produced a lot of stuff. So he's like very active in Hollywood, but this felt like sort of a return to um, basics for him. And well, what do you think? So you liked it? Was it was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It, I, I didn't like, it's not my new, I don't know if I'll be watching it every year for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. if it'll be like kind of <laughs> um, traditional viewing, but I thought the kills were good. It is pretty much a straight, um, a straight up slasher. So the bar okay. for that is mostly if you're, if the kills are entertaining, I would say that something like talk to me is much more original. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of horror movies that are either scarier or more um, atmospheric or more creative, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the kills were, the kills were interesting. The quips, all the, the Thanksgiving puns this year, there will be no leftovers, things like that. <laughs> um, were, there has to well, be though. I feel like the, I mean, the movie that's, you know, Exactly. It'd be a mess um, if they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit torn between was it trying to be campy? It was definitely campy at times. Was it trying to be sort of like a serious modern slasher? It mm. I, I almost wanted it to lean more into the silliness because the characters weren't realistic whatsoever. The setting of Plymouth, Massachusetts didn't feel realistic. Patrick Dempsey's <laughs> accent. Was, oh, Patrick Dempsey's in it. That's great. Yeah, he's the sheriff. His accent okay. was all over the place. So <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't like the town or like a mm-hmm. a movie that feels like very rooted in its setting. Um, but at least they did make use of the Thanksgiving kind of um motif. Uh, yeah, that was fun. And the reason I brought it up is because it opens with like a Black Friday stampede. Which is technically uh, a Thursday night early yeah. opening stampede, but I, I feel like we're pretty much past that as a culture, or is that still happening? I, think, I don't know. I think like Walmart and stuff still get pretty crazy, but anyone that orders, everyone orders stuff online now, right. so it's, yeah, it's not as intense. But people have died from those, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So and and I um I saw it with Jen, and I was pointing out like it was kind of ambitious to have several of the scenes set in like large group settings versus like stalk and kill one person Mm -hmm. at a time. Like having a, having the movie open with this huge, like crowd um, death sequence is pretty, is pretty clever or pretty like um, challenging from a filmmaking standpoint. So I thought that was cool. Um, And it reminded me a little bit of like, I know what you did last summer level. Oh, okay. Um, I, okay. Quality, which, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the nostalgia factor and the actors that would turn into like some of our <laughs> favorite movie and TV show stars. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it does have kind of just kind of like a um, grounded high school slasher energy. Okay. Is it available outside of theaters? Not yet. I'm guessing okay. it will be it won't be too long because of sort of like the, the holiday centric um, mm-hmm. viewing. I don't know how long they'll delay to put it out at, at home, but 
uh, yeah, I bet it won't be in, like a big money maker in theaters for too many weeks past yeah. Thanksgiving with Christmas mm-hmm. gearing up. Um, so yeah, that's previously on new release. What are we talking about this week, Ashley? We are talking about a murder at the end of the world, which is basically a cool detective show um, where eight, I think it's like eight people are invited to this exclusive billionaire's place in Iceland, and the first night someone dies, and the one girl who's connected to him is trying to figure out what happened. Exactly. And two episodes are out. I'm going to play the trailer in a second. Three are um, out. Three are out now. Um, basically, that synopsis covers the first episode. Did you watch, just so we can give a spoiler warning, did you watch anything past the first one? I've watched all of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, you I can. Saw three. <laughs> I, I'll just say I've only watched one and not okay. to give away our main. Do we want more discussion? <laughs> um, but I wanted you can be careful, I guess, about what you reveal because this is a show that you could certainly spoil. The fact that there is a murder in the first episode, I don't think is a spoiler because that's the premise. Yep. But anything past that, um, you might have to be careful with what you say. Okay. Or you'll die. Perfect. I think about it like a coin toss. When your life can go one way. Or another. When you're trapped. At the end of the world. You have to make this life livable. There's no going back. Welcome. It's so exciting to see you all here. <laughs> you have such a great voice. Yeah. Oh, man. It, um. So, yeah. Okay. Well, what can I, I talk about? <laughs> like, what I wish I hadn't asked you that question. First episode. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Obviously, you liked it. You liked um, that your car made an appearance three of yeah, them the volvo xc90 was uh the main transportation from the airport for the fancy people but yeah it's a really good show i actually recommended it to our friend katie and she texted me and said she watched the first two minutes and she's already hooked so it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> a pretty quick pretty quick grab um but yeah it's really interesting i'm in it i'm really into detective shows and murder mm-hmm. so right at my alley and visually it's beautiful I'm filmed in Iceland, so it's really pretty. Or maybe it's not filmed in Iceland, but it's supposed to be Iceland. I it feels like it's set on location. Right. I mean, once they enter the um modern like wood cabin thing, yeah, it's they still show a decent amount of exterior shots. So mm-hmm. it's it it definitely feels like a remote uh, ice in in hot tub, you know, hot springs uh, around yeah. the house, like that whole that whole vibe you expect mm-hmm. from a resort. So, yeah, I mean, if you like true crime, it's this is a fake true crime within mm-hmm. a story, but she's like written the framing device is that she is doing a book reading and discussing the events of this murder or is she discussing the events of the murder that they that we see uncovered in the first episode where they like go to a house that are there that one yep because her book's called the silver doe which is based off of the that murder yeah it has nothing to do with the one that happened and that has nothing to do with what's happening right now yeah okay yeah so that was i was confusing myself for a second like then 
that was all. We do see some flashbacks of her mm-hmm. and her um, love interest. And I'm going to say her because the character is um, a female, but the actress or the actor goes by they pronouns, okay. um, by the way. So, so yeah, the main the main actor who wrote a true crime book has been chosen along with how many other people? Seven. So there's eight of them. Yeah, seven other people to go to this retreat, and she has the previous experience and skills to to solve something like this, which makes it kind of suspicious. You know, she's a little bit of an outlier from the rest of the group. They're more successful and and notable in like business and whatever fields that they're in or just like further yeah yeah like they're further along in their careers and older and more established Mm -hmm. and and she's a little bit of an outsider um pretty much in her whole life (laughs) Um, but even more so in this setting and then her love interest um who just kind of disappears after that silver doe case Mm -hmm. Um, he leaves the hotel and leaves a note and they haven't talked since how many years have passed like six, six? okay mm-hmm. yeah so conveniently he is also invited he goes by the the street name fangs yep <laughs> yeah he's like a street artist or some kind of artist and they haven't talked until they reunite at this retreat and across each other at dinner she doesn't know he's gonna be there yeah, which I mean, so already there's all these coincidences going off that who, what are the motives? So Clive Owen is the rich tech um, entrepreneur um, who they're all really ex- uh, excited for different reasons to to meet and, and honored to be have been invited by. And then his wife, played by Britt Marling, who um, co-created the show, oh, okay. is like also inviting people. Is that? Yeah, so the yep. Essentially he's invited maybe half or maybe like five and, and she's invited three or something like that. Yeah. I'm just covering the all these logistics because <laughs> it kind of sets up the type of show that it's gonna be. Like you don't know who whose motives or what for whom was invited. <laughs> right. <laughs> and very well said, very well said. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And <laughs> You're just kind of like, it, it, have you seen the second um, Knives Out movie, A Glass Onion? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So like there were a lot of parallels, like they all um, converge from different areas. Mm-hmm. They're all like sort of um, successful in their various fields. They get um, like a health check before they enter the transportation device yeah. or transportation vessel. And um, and then they all arrive and are kind of feeling each other out throughout the the course. And then of course a murder happens and now mm-hmm. we're in a murder mystery. Um, yep. Are you disappointed that with who got murdered? Um, how do I, I mean, I, <laughs> Oh boy. It, I mean, yeah, now there might even, I was going to say, I mean, can we well, even they do trust? A, what well, we they do saw? a lot of, well, they do a lot of like flashbacks. So right. he's still like in the show. That's what I was okay. going to say. So Fangs is the character that almost certainly appears to have been murdered at the end of episode one. Yep. And she sees it through like the exterior of his um, room window. Mm-hmm. And they were just kind of reconnecting after this. Yeah. He invites you know her back I mean? to his place and he, she's like, no, I'm good. And then she changes her mind. And then she hears like a scuffle or something. 
Well, she thinks, yeah. I think she thinks there's like something romantic happening and then it turns into something darker. And then she goes outside and peers in the window and he's like, stay with me. And he's like bleeding. So, right. And we know like there was at least one other woman who was interested in him wanting to, to meet, meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, yeah, there's kind of, whether you want to view that as motive or view that as, you know, that's why she was suspicious or, or, you know, uh, unsure of what was happening in the room yeah. when she heard noises. Uh, Cause she had already met that woman had expressed her interest directly to um, the main character. What's, mm-hmm. what's her name? Nima. Oh, the main character is Darby. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, I, I know you've already watched ahead, yeah. but just from like the first episode, what hooked you about, about the episode? Is it figuring out the murder? Or was it the characters and the setting? What, 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 um, what I really like Clive Owen a lot. Okay. And I think she's, I don't know what else she's in or they, they's in. I'm not sure what you say, but, um, she's a really good actress in the movie so, or in the yeah. show. Um, and Bill's very interesting. And even like her uncovering, like the way that she finds the body in the first episode of the stairs, she's like, wait, something's off. And they like tear down the stairs and find like that dead body. It's just really interesting, intriguing. Um, so she's like an amateur sleuth um, without being, without having any credentials. So I think that's interesting. Um, yeah, I thought the hacking kind of skills were mm-hmm. were were cool and just like a little bit of a girl with a dragon tattoo. Yep, um, exactly. Type energy. Uh, I've also been watching a lot of David Fincher movies this month. Okay. <laughs> so, um it just reminded me of kind of like Zodiac or um Seven, any kind of mm-hmm. um murder mis- murder um detective movie. Um and yeah, I I guess I, I was a little less sold on the first episode than you. I mean, obviously there's a big cliffhanger and you want to find out the plot. I thought I, I love Clive Owen and I haven't seen him in and I haven't watched that um doctor show that, that, that he's in. I haven't watched like I haven't seen him few... since like closer. Yeah, like. yeah pretty much. <laughs> um, so I was really looking forward to his arrival and he doesn't disappoint as a performer, but I just felt that all the, technology talk is pretty like thin they i don't really mm-hmm. know like i mean he's sort of a he could be like an elon musk type i i, I don't know exactly what his analog is yet yeah. and what he's doing that's that um uh revolutionary or or mm-hmm. interesting yet um maybe that'll all get more fleshed out um i i almost wanted this to be if it's going to be a sci-fi show versus a murder show, which maybe it's 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 not going to be a sci-fi show, I wanted it to be like devs where mm, yeah, devs there's like this this really um, well explained and interesting kind of technology at the center of the show, and then you learn more about the characters as you go. But like you get a real sense of how world-changing this quantum mm-hmm. computer that they have in in devs is whether that's... It. it's not going to be like devs very okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's fine it i also like i felt like she was using older technology at times so it, it almost seemed like it was even not even set in present day but but then mm-hmm. it was yeah so <laughs> um i mean maybe she just kind of had like old school hacker yeah my, old school like she has what works monitor. best for her <laughs> yeah 
Um, <laughs> but any, anyway, all that aside, I did find her character pretty compelling. I found that the relationship and the, the setup between her and Fangs was was a good enough hook for me to be invested in like solving that that crime and that that mystery and then learning more about the other characters like obviously the setup for the show will allow for us to um explore each character so that we know what their motives might be and 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 things like that like i guess i kind of hope it takes some surprising turns but even if it doesn't i mean like like surprising turns from a genre standpoint mm-hmm. but even if it's just a, a who done it mystery i guess if it's done in a in a surprising way that would be fine too yeah i think it's gonna be more like just the whodunit um and maybe more of like a knives out feel than a second yeah. really, i don't think it's gonna be super techie or crazy sci-fi but it's pretty interesting so you should probably watch more of it good yeah i mean i definitely will and i'm I, I guess, like like I said, I just thought that some of the aside from her and Fangs, mm-hmm. I thought that all the other like character interactions were all shallow. But again, I guess that's kind of the point. They're all just meeting. Yeah, it's the first episode, so it'll take time to develop character to, or have character yeah. develop each one. The biggest mystery in the first episode, aside from the murder, is like what is the dynamic between so Clive Owens wife's uh character is also a famous um hacker like Mm -hmm. the original um role model for darby and for women any women in technology almost in this in this universe so she has this um legendary reputation i think darby's character is more interested in meeting her yep than the clive owen figure and so what the real like because the way she's presented in the first episode is basically like somehow he convinced her to you know start a family with him and now she's living a pretty conventional motherly existent existence taking care of the kids he's changing the world and so how much of these strings is she pulling versus him i would anticipate she's much more active than given then on display in the first episode but again you can't really yeah <laughs> on that um, so i i thought that was that dynamic is really um fascinating as well mm-hmm. learning more about why she's there why she's with him you know who is who is kind of like the mastermind in this um situation is she like she's strategically invited certain people whoever invited who for dramatic reasons it's almost like they were invited just for a murder mystery party right that's what it seemed <laughs> that seemed like that like oh we're gonna have this and then see if this person can solve it and everyone's everyone's in on it or something but yeah because ostensibly what they're being invited for is like a like a thought summit like a meeting of the minds yeah yeah and they're gonna create like some brainstorm like some really important new technologies and world changing like um i think it seems like they're do they talk about climate change is that the one thing well one of the one of the guests is like the world leading climatologist or something like that um but yeah they do talk about that a little bit and then i feel like they've had this retreat before 
So yeah. it's not like a new thing. So every year they walk away with some new ideas for building for the next year. But I'm not sure what this one's going to. Yeah, I, I guess they give a few examples of things that they've done. Again, I kind of just wanted a little bit more understanding of mm-hmm. what um, what these figures in power are doing and, and what they they care about but we'll see if if we get that um it doesn't like i said doesn't have to be a, a sci-fi show i yeah. just wasn't sure um for character building purposes if if i got enough in the first episode you'll get more <laughs> all right perfect um what else um stood out to you from what you've seen that you can talk about mm, i'm just trying not to mix any of the episodes yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, besides like the location being incredible and Clive Owen, the relationship we talked about. Um, I like the flashbacks. I'm I'm glad that they did that. I was worried that what would happen is Bill would die and then it'd kind of be like, you wouldn't know anything more about their relationship, but you learn more and more, which is good. Yep. Which you'll find out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just really like the show. It, it grabbed me. I so think it's going to be... I think the format will be however many episodes, maybe like eight, and it's a limited series. It's not, mm-hmm. from what I understand, it's meant to be a self-contained story. Yeah. So we should get a resolution. Um, have you watched any of Britt Marling's other stuff? So she did the OA. Um, oh, so I watched like the first half of it, and then I dropped off. Yeah, I feel like our mom watched it, right? Um... Maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't seem like something you should watch, but maybe. So one of her first movies, she had two movies in 2011 that I've seen, and then I haven't really watched the TV stuff. Um, Sound of My Voice was a cult movie, a movie mm-hmm. about a cult um, that was really interesting. And then she did a sci-fi, like a very indie, low-budget sci-fi movie called Another Earth, where there was like a parallel version of oh. our existence, and there was just some really striking, like cinematography and and um basically without any special effects just kind of I, re- I remember some striking imagery from from that um the east which was like a climate heist or a um environmentalist oh. heist movie um so she's I, i've really liked I her movies, any of these, then. but yeah i didn't watch the oa uh, i just know i feel like there were people there were two seasons of it on netflix and Feel like the consensus was people were really into it and then there were some unsatisfying like mm-hmm. um unsatisfying aspects of how it wrapped up or or didn't wrap up yeah it was got, it got a little confusing for me and then i just dropped off so i don't know if i made it to the seconds i don't remember when i stopped watching it but that was seven years i mean it came out in 2016 so it's been a while yeah um okay well i was just curious yeah if you had any um history with with her other stuff and might have been expecting or like anticipating this because because of that sounds like no though (laughs) (laughs) it's even better i mean just going in going in fresh and i also i guess i was mentioning that in relation if this has like a very definitive end um in the, the baked into the uh production like they are only planning to do one season we might not have to worry about an uh, unsatisfying cliffhanger, but you never know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there'll be something unresolved about, about it or unresolvable about Mm -hmm. the circumstances. Well, if you never find out who did it and like it ends. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be a, a, a new way to go with a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mystery forever. Yeah. And, so, and, oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, I was going to go to the movie or show part because I'm curious. What you, oh, your yeah. Sorry. It's a good, um, I think that it's a good topic for this one. I just talked about her, how much I've liked her movies. Mm-hmm. Um, probably for that reason that they are, even if they end with some ambiguity, they have a very definitive, you know, um, narrative structure. I, because of my reservations about the character so far, I mean, uh, I'm assuming that the show format will ultimately, um, be in service of getting to know more about the characters and, and, and caring about um, everyone's motives. But from the first episode, I, I could see it as a movie. Uh, I mean, the first episode was over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like an hour 20 or something. Of just, of just set up. So yeah. uh, I don't know if you could have resolved it in one more hour, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it will be better as a show, but, but, after one episode i'm on the fence what about you well i've seen three episodes and um <laughs> i could see this as a movie i mean i like it as a show format but i think she could have she could have done this as a movie and it'd be just as good so far yeah i mean maybe the show will make it it's not like i'm probably forgetting a ton of similar examples but we've probably had more movies like this over Mm -hmm. the course of time going all the way back to the like all the Agatha Christie adaptations (laughs) and Clue and Mm -hmm. things like and like Knives Out so I feel like I have seen the movie version plenty of times and a little bit more space to learn about the characters should make this feel more original at least to me only murders in the building same format there you go but cheesy but which I like Um, right search party Oh it's yeah, search party. Its own, its own <laughs> weird tone as well. But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say show just because I've like I said I've seen I've seen Knives Out already. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> um. So since you've only watched one episode, are you gonna watch more episodes? I think having heard your, I think you pushed me over the 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 fence because or push me through the fence whatever um nailed <laughs> <Impaled> you <laughs> yeah i'm I, yeah now i'm like um stuck between the fence and and uh <laughs> in the grounds but uh yeah i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch more if i didn't know you were already like i, I do want to talk to you be able to talk to you more about it and mm-hmm. if i don't love the next episode i could easily fall off but yeah. um, I, I do want to, I do want to give it at least one more episode. Perfect. Yeah, I was saying to talk to you about because I'm gonna keep watching it. So hopefully I don't drop off. But um, I've seen the first three that are out. I know the fourth one either comes out today or a couple of days, maybe in a couple of days. So yeah, so they released two up front um, from day one. There were two episodes out. Um, so whatever day they're coming out, I guess at this point they're they're just doing one a week. So I would assume next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know whether you're, you're fully caught up. I, I can't remember what release what day of the week. One comes out like the 28th. A, so it's the 21st, the 14th, 28th. Like Wednesdays. Um, well, today's the 24th, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesdays. Okay. Or Wednesday. I don't know. 
don't know. Whatever. But I'm going to watch yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, um, so we both want more. Um, we'll see how much more for me. You're probably <laughs> in for the duration. What else? Um, so each week we watch a show or movie, we take that take something from that show or movie and we sell it for minor profit. Um, we have a bunch of weird stuff right now in the store. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cherry tomatoes that grow into micro penises. Um, <laughs> What's weird about that? Nothing. Nothing strange. From the curse, uh, we have a power glove that fixes VCRs. A sleuthing sloth from what was it? Sloth? What was that? Slother sloth house. house. I was like, don't yeah. say slothzilla, but that's really <laughs> wrong. Which would be cool. Uh-huh. Um, a body candle that sheds layers of flesh to reveal blood. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, all over the place. So. Romantic, yeah. A chocolate crucifix, also romantic. Um, mm-hmm. So, what do we want to take from this show and sell? Yeah, um, the good the garage opener for all garages in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, that was a really funny scene. So, <laughs> when they show up at the uh, the house where they think the body is a body is buried, mm-hmm. they have she hacks into the garage door opener um, using like some kind of code that she just found online and it works, but then they open every garage door in the neighborhood. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could do um, uh, some kind of hacker tool. Okay. Just create one real quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, maybe it should be pretty specific. Like you can hack into podcasts and then, um, you can hack in a podcast and then it change um what people are saying through an AI device that changes their voice. So you yeah, can like so podcast deep fakes, basically. Yeah. Yep. Podcast uh, takeover. Yeah. So we encourage you to buy that and then use it <laughs> on our podcast. Um yes, please. You can yeah. say whatever you want. <laughs> yep. More you offensive the better. All the yeah. words in our mouths that you want, especially Derek's. Yeah, you can get us canceled before we reach 200. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's a, that's a good challenge. Um, for the low, low price of how much? We don't usually Three, price these, but you know. $3,200. Okay. Wow. That's <laughs> that's going to um, uh, exclude a few a few of our listeners probably. But um, yeah, any, any of our... Most of them um, are pretty wealthy, so... Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Sounds good. Um, next week, we... As I alluded to, are going to I'm gonna watch an episode of Doctor Who for the first time ever. But <laughs> I'm mostly gonna defer the hosting and discussion duties to Jamie and Jen and Meg, who all have long and varied histories with this franchise that has been running for 60 years. So this oh. is the 60th anniversary special, and there's gonna be three um um, I don't know what length episodes, but there's going to be three, you know, kind of three specials or three parts to the special Same cast. Everyone's in their nineties. I mean, the thing about Dr. Who's like bond. Well, mm. uh, and this may be going to show my ignorance, but <laughs> they've had like several different Dr. Who's uh, over okay. time. There's a, there's a aspect of the show that is explains it. It's not like just recasting like, He's time travel. Think an alien. Um, And so he takes on different forms and bodies over time. But that's 
all you know and probably he regenerates i'm being corrected oh, already i was like is jamie telling you what yeah. he does <laughs> um plenty more of that to come next week when um jamie and company do a podcast takeover so you'll be out but i did want to talk about the plan for december do you want to do killer christmas uh two yes okay um well then the first movie that i think we'll watch is something called it's a wonderful knife (laughs) (laughs) perfect yeah that'll come out on (laughs) shutter december 1st so you have to figure out how to get send me the password access to that yep that's a good a good starting point (laughs) and we'll put together um i might do this in newsletter form i really want to put together just a list of all the christmas name puns Mm -hmm. for horror movies i mean it's it's shocking to me that they keep coming up with new ones because i feel like (laughs) i've seen every possible pun there's been three silent nights just in the like the last is there is there a jingle hell uh well i don't know you i'll I'll quiz you next time oh real movies or not perfect yeah if it's made up or if it's um if it's already out or we could play a game where you like try to get me to guess the name yeah we can well we're going to be doing it all month so we can um, have a different segment every every week perfect (laughs) to celebrate um but yeah that's pretty much it for this week if you um, wanna subcri- subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I was multitasking, getting this lovely, um, peaceful piano music playing in the background. But yeah, sub subscribe <laughs> to the podcast by searching <laughs> new release on Spotify or Apple or any other peaceful piano music playing platform. Ashley, <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, that's a hack. Yeah, nice one. Um, See you next week. Not. (laughs) See you the week after. Um, Have a nice uh, family time in the moment. In the in the wow interim. I don't know why I can't talk. (laughs) Go get your wine. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.